All right, let's do this. The Christmas episode, or pre-Christmas. I don't know. Anyway, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate or don't celebrate. This week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about sports. Yes, fuck video games. We're going to talk about sports. Uh, Also going to talk a little bit about Superman, and we're going to have auction alert. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's get started. All right, uh, I want to start off the podcast with a, a quick stick it. Uh, stick it goes to my local radio stations. Um, this song, Nirvana's Something in the Way, I've heard it numerous times, and I'm pretty sure I'm hearing it because it was used in the preview for The Batman. Now, it was an excellent use of that song. I think it really worked in that preview and that movie. Uh, it was very dark, and of course it worked. But it's fucking Christmas, okay? I don't want to hear a song about a heroin addict living under a bridge. I just don't, okay? So, um, to all my local radio stations, I have to tell you, STICK IT! Don't get me wrong, okay? I think Kurt Cobain was, like, a genius. And if you ever see the documentary on HBO, um, what is it called? Montage of Heck? Brilliant, brilliant documentary. And I actually have the Kurt Cobain journals, which, you know, is like, kind of a a peek into his madness or his mindset or whatever. But, you know, I'm not saying stick it to Kurt Cobain. I'm saying stick it to the radio stations for playing this song. You know, it's a good song, but just not now, all right? Maybe maybe after the new year, all right? Once again, stick it! It was announced this past week that Henry Cavill will not be in Superman 2. There will be no Superman 2. Now, if you listen to this podcast, you will know that I am a huge Superman fan. My second podcast episode was all about Superman. When I heard this, I was very, very disappointed because I loved The Man of Steel. I thought it was a great movie. It's one of those movies... That, like, the first time I watched it, I was like, eh, I'm not sure how I feel about this. Because, you know, you have certain associations with Christopher Reeve and, you know, TV series and all that. Um, even Brandon Ruth, okay? I, I, I really like Superman Returns. I, I thought that was a great movie. And to see him come back in the TV show was pretty awesome. Uh, but anyway, I was very disappointed to see that there will be no, I guess, Man of Steel 2. I don't, I don't know what the plot would have been. I guess they would have kept going with the whole Lex Luthor thing. I mean, it was, yet yeah, it was, yes, it was another origin story. And how many times have we seen the Superman origin story? But it was done very well. And it had a great soundtrack by Hans Zimmer. Um, but I think DC just kind of spent way too much time with the Justice League and Batman versus Superman, and I guess they thought maybe, okay, those are the, the Superman sequels, because it kind of continued the story of, you know, Henry Cavill's Superman, but I would have liked to seen another standalone Superman movie. I think it would have done very well at the box office. Now, we know there's not going to be another Batman with Ben Affleck. Uh, they just came out the Robert Pattinson Batman. Uh, not really an origin story, but I, I forget what they call, like, the early years of Batman. Like, year two or something. Anyway, um, so we're not going to see another Batman movie. We'll see a Batman sequel with Robert Pattinson, I'm sure. And I'm sure that will be good. 
Um, there's the Flash movie's got a big old question mark on it because Ezra Miller is just a complete fuck up, and Michael Keaton was supposed to be in like Batgirl or something or Batwoman and or something that's not happening. Um, I I also wanted to see a a possible Green Lantern reboot, you know, because the Ryan Reynolds version was bullshit. I mean, it was it was it was such crap that I think Ryan Reynolds actually made fun of himself in Deadpool for making that movie. But I would have liked to have seen a Green Lantern. But the DC comic studio, they need to get their shit together because it's just there's all these things that you know people were looking forward to and now it's just they're just getting shelved and it's it's really disappointing um the 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 most recent one i guess is what black adam uh with dwayne johnson the rock uh i didn't see it didn't want to see it um because you know dwayne johnson he's just in every movie he's dwayne johnson uh the video game movies um I, I can't think of the stupid movies. Why can't I think of them? Anyway, the, the movies where he's in a video game, they were good, but it's just, it's Dwayne Johnson being Dwayne Johnson. He's, you know, not a lot of depth there. Um, so anyway, I you know what? I'm going to give a stick it to, uh, to the DC comic studio for not doing this. It, that was really disappointing. Stick it! Okay, fuck comic books, fuck video games. We're going to talk sports. Yeah, sports, all right? Okay, first we're going to talk a little bit about baseball and my Orioles. Then we're going to segue into hockey. And then we're going to finish with bowling. Yes, bowling is a sport, okay? It's not a game. It's a sport. I don't care what you say. The Baltimore Orioles have just signed a one-year deal worth $8 million to Adam Frazier from the Seattle Mariners. Okay, I'm reading this from the article. On Thursday, Baltimore announced it signed 31-year-old Frazier to a one-year contract for the 2023 season. The deal's worth $8 million, a source told MLB's Frank Feinsand. Frazier, a seven-year big league veteran, spent the first five and a half seasons of his MLB career with the Pirates before he was moved to the Padres at the 2021 trade deadline. He earned the lone all-star selection of his career in 2021 when he batted 305, 368, 411 with five homers, 36 doubles, and 43 RBIs in 155 games. Last offseason, Frazier was traded from San Diego to Seattle. He hit, here we go, here we go, 238, 301, 311 with three homers, 22 doubles, and 42 RBIs. In a career-high 156 games. He helped them reach the postseason. Frazier went 4-for-9 with a double and an RBI in Seattle's American League wildcard series sweep of Toronto. Then went 1-for-14 as the Mariners got swept by the Astros. Um, okay, once again, you know, I guess he looks good on paper to the Orioles, but it's just another fucking one-year deal. With some guy, uh, you know, he's probably going to, you know, this. the Orioles do these contracts and it just goes one of two ways, okay? One, he will get injured or just not perform, which is more than likely. Or two, he will perform greatly and then have suddenly have some sort of value and get traded to a team that's making a playoff run. 
Like, uh, it happened like Nelson Cruz, uh, Trey Mancini. Well, Trey Mancini didn't have a one-year deal, but he got traded, you know, to the Astros, and then that didn't work out for the Astros. And it's just, I'm tired of the, I'm tired of the Orioles just making these one-year deals for these players that they're kind of like near the end of their careers. You know, their numbers look okay. It's just, we don't, we don't need, yes, we need, we need offense and we need, you know, um, you know, on the field defense. I get that. I and mean, I'm sure it'll be great at second base. We need fucking pitchers. Okay. We need, we need a Kershaw. We need like a, a, a solid ace, you know, because Johnny Means is injured and these other guys that we have, they're young and they're just not there yet. All right. So uh, one thing I have to say, though, and, uh, you know, take this as you want, um, I can pronounce this guy's name, Adam Frazier. I can, you know, some of these guys name, these guys names I just can't pronounce. And you know what? I no habla espanol. I'm sorry. Um, so. That's that's a plus for me that, hey, it's Adam Frazier. Okay. So if you didn't know, I am a huge Penguins fan. And it's just sort of by default. I'm not from Pittsburgh. Um, it just, I started to get into hockey around the time I got accepted to the University of Pittsburgh. I didn't end up going to the University of Pittsburgh, but I ended up following uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins when Mario Lemieux came out of retirement and started playing again, and he was on the line with uh, Yamir Yager. If you, you, if you know hockey, you know Yamir Yager. Um, so anyway, just to see those two play was awesome. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I, I got this article from thehockeywriters.com. The Penguins are gearing up for a 2023 playoff run. The Pittsburgh Penguins are currently in second place in the Metropolitan Division and have won their last six games. If they continue to succeed through the second half of the year, they are on track to make the playoffs for the 17th consecutive season. This is the longest playoff streak in North American sports and something Pittsburgh fans have come to expect from their teams. The Penguins have been finding success with all four lines lately, which is something that needs to continue. Captain Sidney Crosby is in his 18th season and playing some of the best hockey of his career. At 35 years old, he is one of the oldest players on the team. But he isn't showing any signs of slowing down. He has played in 29 games and scored 17 goals and 21 assists for a total of 38 points. Whether he gets the Hart Trophy uh, remains to be seen. Alright, so when it comes to Sid the Kid, uh, I'm a huge fan. Um, let's see here. He's a native of Coal Harbor, Nova Scotia. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's from Nova Scotia. Uh, that's a bad Canadian accent, but anyway. Um, and he has three Stanley Cups, 2009, 2016, and 2017. And he is he became the youngest captain of an NHL team ever in 2007 when he joined the Penguins. Uh, I think his career would definitely have surpassed a certain someone on the Washington Capitals. I'll put a link in the show notes to this article from Back Sports Page talking about uh, Sidney Crosby's history with concussions. Uh, considered one of the best people to ever play the game of hockey, Sidney said the kid, Crosby, since his entrance to the NHL in 2005, sits squarely 
at the 39th all-time NHL goals scorers list with 517 goals and 892 assists. Um, I said that he joined the Penguins in 2007. That was wrong. It was 2005. He didn't become captain until 2007. Anyway, uh, while 39th overall with the, with the all-time greats, around him isn't a bad spot to be on the list. There's a sad possibility that Crosby would have been much higher on the list were it not for his massive sum of concussions he suffered throughout his career. Let's see here. Uh, Crosby has missed 114 games in his career due to concussion-related injuries. The bulk of the missed games came in 2011-2012 during his prime. Crosby missed 48 games in the four, uh, sorry the 2010-2011 season and 20 games at the start of 2011-2012. He returned to play eight games and then missed another 20 games due to concussion-like symptoms that season. Uh, the the article goes into like you know the you know the sabermetrics of you know his career and all that, but I mean he, this is the one that stood out. Crosby has missed 114 games due to concussion-related injuries. That's that's like more than that's more than a season. That's almost. Well, I'm not, it's not two seasons, but, you know, you had COVID, so there was, like, a shortened season in there, blah, blah, blah. But I seriously think that Crosby would be way up there, right up around Ovechkin, Gordie Howe, Wayne Gretzky, if, you know, he wasn't getting these concussions. And, by the way, do we know where, the, where those concussions came from? Hmm? The 1st of January... 2011 at the Winter Classic between Pittsburgh and Washington. Uh, yeah, David Steckel skated right into Crosby and made direct contact to his head. It's because the Washington Capitals are a bunch of fucking thugs. I hate that fucking team. I hate people that root for them. I just, I hate the Caps. I'm sorry. I'm a Caps hater. I think it's great that they got their Stanley Cup and Ovechkin got to raise his little cup and, you know, that toothless motherfucker. But, uh, yeah, that 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 game just pissed me off so bad. I mean, the weather sucked. That that game got bumped um, because it was just so warm that day. It was a weird day. I remember watching that game. But, uh, all right, I'll say my, my dislike or distemper towards Alex, Alex Ovechkin is many fold. All right. Um, I went to opening day at the Orioles once and I made the mistake of wearing my Sidney Crosby Penguins jersey and everyone just yelled at me like, oh, fuck you, you know, great eight, Ovechkin. I'm like, go fuck yourselves, you fuck. Once again, A, I'm never going to opening day because it was cold as shit and B, I'm never going to wear a, any sort of sports jersey that isn't the home team at another, at a sport event. All right. That was my just stupid fault. Now, as we all know that Alex Ovechkin is from Russia, and there is a certain war going on because of Russia, and Russia, it, I don't want to talk about the war, I don't want to get political, but Russia, fuck you. Um, but Alex Ovechkin made these comments when the, the war broke out. I'll put a link in uh, to uh, a, a tweet of this video. Uh, please no more war, Ovechkin said. It doesn't matter who is in the war, Russia, Ukraine, different countries. I think we live in a world like we have to live in peace and a great world. Um, all right, so he's a proponent of world peace. That's cool. But at the same time, you can't be a proponent of world peace and just be plowing into dudes on the, on the rank. I mean, come on. Can't have it both ways. Anyway, so 
Here's a little factoid for you about Alex Ovechkin. All right, we'll talk about video games, and it's kind of relevant. So this week, I'm going through video games, and I came across a copy of NHL 07. I think it was for PlayStation 2. And I was like, who, you know, who's on the cover? Because every time I come across a sports game, I pretty much know who's on the cover. But I'm like, who's this, who's this on the cover of NHL 07? It's Alex Ovechkin. And a very, very young Alex Ovechkin. I mean, if you see pictures of him now, he is, he's going gray. And he's, he's not that old. Was he like 30? Yeah, he's 36. I mean, him and Sid are about the same age. Um, but this picture, I was like, oh my God, it's Alex Ovechkin. And this is back when he first started with the Caps. And the Caps had those god-awful jerseys. I Thank God they redesigned their jerseys. They had those like shitty blue jerseys. I don't know how to describe them. Um, they were awful. And it's just one more reason I, I, I hate the Caps because they have shit jerseys. But I will play devil's advocate. Um, I'm not a big fan of the, the, the cartoony penguin on, on the Penguins jersey. So, you know. Sidney Crosby has never been on the cover of any NHL video game, which I think is absolutely strange because... Yeah, thank you. Would have. I mean, he's got three Stanley Cups, but never has Sidney Crosby been on the cover of a NHL video game. So I think uh, EA Sports or whoever just they need to change that real fast. So I will be very, very interested to watch the rest of the NHL season. I'm sure the Penguins are going to make a run at the playoffs and probably go pretty deep. Uh, last couple of years hasn't been too good for them. Um, I will root, you know, if the Penguins go out and the Caps are still in it, I will root for the Caps, you know, because, the, you know, they're local and all that. Uh, but at the same time, it's just, it's a strange rivalry and I'm just never going to really like the Caps that much. So I get these sound bites from this uh, website. I forget what it's called. I have to look at it. Uh, what's it called? It is pixabay.com. Anyway, so I get these sound bites, and this Bolin sound bite I got for this for my Bolin segments. It's just generic like Bolin lane noise. But at the beginning, there's some woman screaming about, "Give me my quarter." I whether I don't know what the fuck that's about. Anyway, so. Uh, now we're going to talk a little bowling. That's right. I told you. I told you. All you listeners out there. I said I'm going to turn... Fuck video games. I'm going to turn this into a bowling podcast. I warned you. Anyway. So this past weekend, I I hit the lanes. I'm... I'm just, when I get into something, I just go off the deep end. And I just... Balls to the wall. Get everything I can. So. I've... Got the shoes. They're coming from Amazon. I went to a Goodwill this past weekend. I went to five Goodwills this past weekend and uh, took my discount for a ride. Um, and I, I managed to find a, a bowling bag. I uh, didn't find any duck pin balls, but my coworker is selling me two duck pin balls that look awesome. They're like white and black. I don't know. I'm really jazzed about that. So, with all the, well, without the balls. Um, and the shoes. I just went back to Stonely Lanes and I, 
I bowled three games, and here are my scores. Uh, a 121, that was amazing, that just off the bat I, I bowled a 121. My next game was an 80, not so great, no marks, obviously. If you, if you don't make marks in duck pin bowling, you just, you're gonna score low, because your maximum is 10, you know, and 10 times 10 is 100, so anyway. Uh, my next game, a great game, buck 24, and this is, I'm not cheating here, okay? This is no cheating. Um, so my three game average came to a 103, and then my, I bowled a fourth game, and I hit my average, I bowled a 103. So I'm super excited to uh, get started with uh, this league. Um, you know, I, I think it's gonna be a while till I can start, you know, pushing those numbers like the 120s into like the 130s, 140s. Uh, if I get a 150, I'd be super happy. Uh, but that's it's really hard to do in the duck pens. Really hard to do. Uh, I think the top bowler in this league, I think the high right now is a buck 71, and that's that's great. So anyway. Uh, Yes, I'm obsessed with bowling, and I'm every week I'm just going to talk about it because I want to share my joy. I want to I want to spread the good word of duck pin bowling because it's unfortunately a a sport that is waning from public interest, and it's it's a part of our culture, especially here in Baltimore. And I'm I all joking aside, I think it's very important that you know people know about duck pin bowling and what it meant to the community in Baltimore. There's a documentary, I, I have to look it up. I think it was the Southway Lanes. Let me let me do this real quick. I think they were called the Southway Lanes. There was a duck pin bowling alley in uh, Federal Hill. And Federal Hill is now this like gentrified, yuppified neighborhood in uh, just south of downtown. Uh, I think Jenna Bush used to live there, George uh, W's daughter used to live there. Um, it's just a neighborhood. It's got a whole bunch of bars and restaurants. And uh, I, 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 when I was a kid, I went there, but I, I wouldn't be caught dead down there just because it's just parking sucks. And frankly, it's not that safe. Um, but anyway, there used to be this uh, duck pin bowling lane alley in Federal Hill called Southway Lanes. Um, and some developer bought it and they turned it into condos but you know the developer was like well we we was it we reclaimed the wood from the alleys and turned it turned them into like kitchen counters and you know the the neighbor the people in the neighborhood were like you know what go fuck yourself like you know that was part of the neighborhood and all you did was just rip it apart and try to make a profit off of it um, so if I find that documentary I will put a link in the show notes but anyway duck pin bowling yay so my for my birthday my wife got me POV glasses and they are awesome and I can't wait to start using them when I start going back to yard sales and flea markets when the weather gets better and I, I, so far I've only made one video of going to a flea market looking for video games. Uh, it's on my YouTube channel at Two Consoles Too Late. It's called Flea Wars. Um, I do like the, the Star Wars scroll at the beginning. And uh, it's using my old POV system. And my old POV system was uh, Nikon uh, all-weather 
camera. It's one of those cameras that can go underwater. Um, but I, I used to wear a Nikon and I had like a GoPro or an action camera strap, like a body strap. So I had this camera like stuck to my chest and I, I got a lot of looks of people just like, what, why is there a camera strapped to your chest? So now I can be a little bit more stealthy with these POV glasses and uh, make more episodes of Flea Wars. Uh, if you're familiar with Pat Contry of the CU podcast, he does a video called Flea Market Madness. Um, that's kind of why I started making these videos. So I'm going to try to give Pat Contry a run for his money making Flea Wars. All right, so for auction alert, all this talk about sports got me thinking about, strangely enough, of all the video games, Blades of Steel. Uh, I, I played Blades of Steel a handful of times. I was never that good. Um, I have it on my NES Classic. It's funny, it's because uh, here I am talking about another sports game, and Historically, sports games just don't have value. And the reason is, of course, because they, the, a new version is always coming out every year. Um, so the, it's really hard to find sports games that have value. I think it's NCAA Basketball 13. Don't quote me. I should know that right off the top of my head because it's one of those, it's one of those games like you'll get it in a lot of like Xbox 360 games. And that game's worth like 40 I think it's like 40 or 50 bucks. And the reason is, I, I can't remember the, I, the reason. I think it's like the last year they made the game or something. So anyway, I did. I went on Shop Goodwill and I just did a search for Blades of Steel. All right, so nothing came up. So I said, okay, fine, search Nintendo. And of course, I got a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> so uh, I did price highest first and I, I found this lot of games. And this lot of Nintendo games... Uh, had a whole bunch of class of NES classic sports games. It had uh, Tecmo Bowl, Tecmo Super Bowl, Double Dribble, Blades of Steel, Roger Clemens v MVP Baseball, Black Box Soccer, and I think there was one more in there. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. You can check this out. But I have to give a stick it to whoever took these photographs. Okay. I'm embarrassed to be associated with other Goodwills because of these pictures, okay? Now, this listing is from Dayton, Ohio. Now, here's a weird thing that happened. So, I'm like, Dayton, Ohio. I Google Dayton, Ohio. So, when you do a, a Google search, Google will, like, give you a list of questions, you know, pertaining to your search. <laughs> the second question that came up was, what percentage of Dayton, Ohio is black? What the fuck? I was like, like, it must be a common search that it comes up on Google as the second question. Um, by the way, the answer to that question is 38.92% of the population of Dayton, Ohio is black or African American. If that's something that's important to you. Uh, if you're a racist motherfucker and... That's something that you need to have in your life, then maybe Dayton, Ohio isn't the place for you. God, people are racist pieces of shit. Anyway, 
So this listing came from Dayton, Ohio. And uh, these pictures are just, it's, they just took a picture of the games in the box and the games are, they're, you can't read them. I mean, you can make out like, okay, Brad Racer, you know, all this, but there's like two cartridges and plastic cases. You, you, you have no idea what, what games they are. They didn't bother to take these games out of the box. They literally just took a picture of a whole bunch of Nintendo games in a box. It's just, and there's a Zelda cart, which I assume is a Zelda cart because it's a gold cart, but I, I don't know. Um, but they, they decided to take one picture of, uh, this one game, Quattro, was it, Quattro Sports? Let me pull up this list in again. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, the, the gold card is Quattro Sports. I don't think it's the, I don't think it's a Zelda title. Anyway, the lot of games, the auction has since ended. Uh, the lot of games went for $301. Um, but I just have to say this. I feel sorry um, for the person I'm sure there's a lot of games got a whole bunch of emails from collectors like, what are the other games? Oh, I need to know if the labels are, are good enough so I may purchase these games, you know, because collectors are fucking weird people. Uh, but, you know, each their own. Um, but hey, time is money. And um, I, for $301, I think that, you know, if they had taken their time, taken better pictures... Uh, described how many games, what games, then maybe this lot could have gone for a lot more. But anyway, to uh, this Goodwill in Dayton, Ohio, I have to say... Stick it! Alright, you did it again. You listened to another episode of the Two Consoles Too Late podcast. And you listened to me, the host, Jackson Keebler. Thank you for listening. You can check me out on the interwebs at Two Consoles Too Late. You can find me at YouTube, Instagram all over the place and head on over to patreon.com and drop me a few shekels and get some exclusive content but as always have a good one i love you goodbye